And I'm hearing, based on my conversations, a lot of Democrats are saying his messaging needs to shift yeah. away from Bidenomics to really understanding Americans who say we're not feeling this yet. Yeah, Bidenomics has really been kind of a negative, become a negative word, especially among Democrats, because it's not working. I was texting with some members of Democratic members of Congress last night, just trying to get a read over the holiday weekend, what they're hearing at home and what people are saying. And these members said that it is just not looking good mm. for President Biden politically out there, that he would probably lose some swing states if if the election were held today. Are we seeing that kind of sea change forward? Is, are things changing in a very significant way heading into 2024? They are because people are now concerned about policies versus words. Remember, Democrats, by and large, like the words you say, where Republicans and independents are much more concerned about actions. And when you look at the economy under Joe Biden, as I've said before, Bidenomics is a failure. Biden, Biden inflation is real. They're looking at who had the best economy in recent memory. And the answer is Donald Trump. When was the border sane? Under Donald Trump. When was crime down? Under Donald Trump. On and on and on to the most important issues that are kitchen table issues for the middle class for, and for Main Street. A recurring theme, things were better under Donald Trump. Well, <laughs> only people who are paying attention seem to know that. Well, I, I, I'm amazed at the people who just don't seem to get that. Including well, a lot of people in Maine, apparently. Yeah, no. So they they really seem to be struggling. Well, Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. Well, democracy where the people make the choices. But we're not a freaking democracy. That's the thing. We're a democracy, but Janet. We're not. We're a democracy. Haven't you been listening to the news? We are a constitutional republic. That's what democracy we are. Democracy is under attack with Donald Trump at the head of Republican but this is ticket. What pisses me off though. You know, they keep saying democracy. We're not a democracy. We have never been a democracy. That's not what we are. We're a republic because I am a Republican. No. <laughs> it's just, it, it, every time, every time they, they say that, it just, well, it, even, it's infuriating even if, even to me. If, even if we were a democracy. Which we're not. Even if we were. The people that cry that Donald Trump is the threat against democracy, the existential threat to democracy. Those are the same people that are saying, wait a minute, people's choices is a democracy, and that's what we're yeah. trying to take away in the, Maine, in Colorado, yeah. and 30 other states are lining up to take Donald Trump off the ballot to kill democracy. But, but democracy is never a good, is never a good idea. Because in any time, any time you have mob rules, that's never good. Because basically, a democracy is mob rules. Majority, yeah. Yeah. So majority mob. Right. Plenty of them out there. Yeah. Hey, we got rid of one in uh, Harvard yesterday, though. Well, she got nixed. She she's still there, though. She's not the she's, president. She's not the president. She's but been she's still got a job. Big time demoted. Yeah. So. But but she still she got a can't job. Propagandized from the president's seat any longer, at least. There, there is that. There but is. But yeah, that. they kept her on mm -hmm. because I think they're afraid of a lawsuit. They're going to get one anyway. Right from she, from multiple. She's crying <laughs> location uh, racism. Of course, and she uh, is. I heard uh, Greg Gutfeld say, "Well, actually, it's racism that got her the job. How can uh, she cry racism for the job being taken away?" Yeah, and I was I was trying to 
to listen to the whole woman from Maine uh, talking about how, you know, voter ID is rooted in white supremacy and all that stuff. I I was surrounded by it yesterday. Every every time I, I tried to turn something on, I was just, yeah. It was, so, in anyway. other words, if I show up at the Lynchburg Airport with a gun loaded with 10 bullets, by the way, that right. happened yesterday. Oh, my. If I show up at Lynchburg without a gun, let's just say without a gun. Okay. And you ask me for my ID at TSA. Yeah. I can cry racism. Right. Well, you, you can. You're cry. asking for identification. You You're can, a racist. You could certainly say it's rooted in white supremacy because that's what that's what she's saying. So what if the guy that's that voter you know, IDs asking for voter ID in order to vote is rooted in white supremacy? That's what that's what your girl uh, up in Maine, Shanna Bellows. She's Secretary of State or something there. Yeah, Secretary of State in yeah, Maine. Yeah, I heard about her. She says that that's rooted in white supremacy. We'll we'll talk about it later okay. on this morning. Let's let's see if we can let's get, get a, a lighter start because you know. I prefer a lighter ease into the morning. I never get it from you, but well, that's what I prefer. Well, sometimes you get you. Sometimes you get it. When, when was the last time? When? I, well, you can't it, even say because you it don't was know. A, it was a Friday of some sort, and I did a comedic bit to get oh. us into the show. All right, okay. Here's so, your thought of the day. Anyway, you ready for that? I'm ready, but first, Mark, 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 Mark. What day is it, Mark? <laughs> Janet, guess what today is? It's Hump Day. Hump Day. Get happy. You didn't play Groovy Tuesday yesterday. I know. I forgot Groovy Tuesday. I know. We were a little off. Well, we were off. We thought it was Monday, sort of, kind of. So did sort everybody of. else. So technically, <laughs> we should feel like today is Tuesday. Okay. So. Well, I'll see if I can get the Groovy Tuesday bit. All right. For later. Thought of the day. Yes. Never be limited. By other people's limited imaginations. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, there's a lot of that going on. 434-248-0704. That's our text number. We want you to play along with our Mind Jam trivia. This particular cake yeah. was included in the Apollo 11 space mission. Wow. It was not consumed, but rather still is on display at the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum. What cake do we speak of? Well, it must not have been very good. Well, I don't know. It depends. It's a good thing you weren't on that mission. Well, if it would have been carrot cake, it would have been consumed. I don't care. We were supposed to keep this to put it in the Smithsonian. Oh, Lamb got a hold of it. It's carrot cake. You got any milk over there? What is that on your chin? You have one of those milk. Cream cheese frosting. I need a milk pill. Like you can't see through his entire (laughs) bubble. It's all fogged up with icing. Cream cheese. That's right. Okay. What do you think it was? Uh, 434-248-0704. Mm-hmm. All right. On this day in history, in 1959, Alaska admitted as the 49th U.S. state with a land mass almost one-fifth the size of the lower 48 states altogether. Now the president's signature makes it officially the 49th state. At the same time, Ike solves one problem created by the added state. He announces the new design of the flag. And across the country, manufacturers go into action, bringing the stars and stripes up to date. Well, it was a different time. Is it We'd a, say is all it across dis- China now, uh, American right. flags would be made. Would be made. <laughs> was it really a new design? I mean, they just slapped another star on there. Well, they did show. Look, some, I designed it. There's Oops. some video of guys looking at stars, kind of like, how are we going to rearrange this? Oh, okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, in 1961, 
President Eisenhower broke off diplomatic relations with Cuba two years after communist dictator Fidel Castro had seized power and just weeks before Kennedy was inaugurated as the next president. The earlier overthrow of President Batista by Fidel Castro's 26th of July movement in 1959 American President Dwight D. Eisenhower initially recognized the new socialist government, but the situation quickly deteriorated as Cuba introduced agrarian reforms and nationalized U.S.-owned interests. In response, the USA stopped buying Cuban sugar and banned the sale of oil. And the situation became rather stressful. The Cuban cigars were not being sold in the United States any longer. Are you drinking creme brulee? No. You're not? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I did maybe, that yesterday. I thought maybe you needed were. it yesterday. I wasn't sure. Not so much today. On this day in history in 1987, the first female artist to be introduced into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame that takes place, Miss Aretha. This is uh, her brother, Reverend Franklin. Miss Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul, Soul Sister Number One, Lady Soul, whatever you'd like to call her. We feel that this is the greatest night of them all because tonight Aretha has been written into history. You, the board of directors, Ahmed, his colleagues, and the rest of the committee have written Aretha into history. Hallelujah. Yeah. Well, I feel like she already done that. Amen. You know, some people are very weird about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They are. They don't even want to be. Who is it that's, uh, uh, it's somebody like Foreigner or or one of those bands. I thought it was Steve Miller. It might be Steve Miller too, but there's another major band that is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. no thanks. Yeah. They completely rejected. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Now I want to go look that up. All right. uh, If it's your birthday today, you share it with Dabney Coleman. Dabney's turning 91 years old today. Instead of working, you know, nine to five, we work five to nine. In the first place, see, Bob does have a college degree. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. While he's away at college getting his precious, useless degree, I'm working my butt off at this company. And in the second place, he does have a family to support. And I don't? What has that got to do with anything? Violet, look, my hands are tied here. The company needs a man in this position. Clients would rather deal with men when it comes to figures. Oh, now we're getting at it. Yeah, well, he got tied up for a little while. Mm-hmm. By those three women. Yeah, that was interesting. Was Jane Fonda the third one? Yes. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. was. Dolly, you know, Lily, and uh, and Jane. Right. Uh, actor and director Mel Gibson. Mm, I used to love him back in the day. 67 years old. Be inspired, O OB1. Sons of Scotland! I am William Wallace. William Wallace is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. He kills men by the hundred. And if he were here, he'd consume the English with fireballs from his eyes and bolts of lightning from his arse. I'm surprised you haven't heard about me. You know, I got a bad reputation. I mean, sometimes I just go nuts like now. <laughs> I just loved him. <laughs> loved him, loved him. I didn't know he could shoot lightning bolts from his behind. It's well, quite amazing. Yeah, it's a, it's a gift. From his horse. And a curse. And it didn't even hurt the horse somehow. <laughs> Maybe he stood it. up on his stirrups there. 
actress Danica McKellar having a birthday today, <laughs> turning 48 years old. Kick off the holidays right with oh, Danica brother. McKellar and Hallmark Channel's Countdown to Christmas. How Christmas started out. You're firing me a week before Christmas. How Christmas ended up. I'll definitely remember this for the rest of my life. What happened in between? What kind of family is this? A royal one was pure Christmas magic. Sometimes people can surprise you. What she doing? She's a governess. And even carry Christmas commercials into January. Sometimes you can be surprised. Hmm. I know my co-host is surprised. So surprised. <laughs> oh, brother. Oh, and let's follow it up with activist Greta Thunberg. She's turning 20. How dare you? <laughs> you have stolen my dreams and my childhood with your empty words. And yet, I'm one of the lucky ones. People are suffering. People are dying. Entire ecosystems are collapsing. We are in the beginning of a mass extinction, and all you can talk about is money and fairy tales of eternal economic growth. In Hallmark movies. Well, honey, let me tell you something. Uh, We ain't got no fairy tales of economic growth now. (laughs) I don't know what fairy. We're in a grim fairy tale, and and we put Biden put the grim in fairy tale. He did. So uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what fairy tale you're reading, sister, but... How dare you? Exactly. <laughs> Actor James Marsden having a birthday today. He's turning 48 years old. Liz, what is adoption stuff? Are you adopting a kid? No, don't worry. That's from a long time ago. It's not happening. You have a baby name book and you circled Adolf? Actually, I borrowed that book from my mother, so be glad I'm not a boy. Okay, well, why'd you give up on it? Clean up, clean up. Do your own housework, you little crackers. What? My kindergarten teacher was a former Black Panther. Ah. <laughs> wow. It's hard to believe that he was he was her what love interest he? on 30 Rock. That was Is that uh, from 30 Rock? Yeah, it's from 30 Rock. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh bassist John Paul Jones of Led Zeppelin having a birthday today, turning 77 years old. Six sixteen on the rock of the jam. <laughs> so I did look up to see who had rejected okay. the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, there were several who rejected mm-hmm. their induction. Okay, uh, Sex Pistols. Yeah, Guns and Roses, Axl Rose, mm-hmm. Paul McCartney. Wow, Pink Floyd. Okay, uh, Neil Young, Grace Slick, Ozzy Osbourne. There's a, it's a pretty Gee, lengthy list. Uh, there's some pretty high rollers on that list, right? Yeah, there. they're like Jeez. no thanks. Don't need, don't need you to tell me. Mm. I'm in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yeah, well. My work speaks for itself. Okay. Okay, whatever. Well, this work is still at the Smithsonian. Can you imagine, Rose, making one of your cakes from the Five and Dine, and it ends up at the Smithsonian, not ever eaten? I would be a little insulted. I don't mind telling you. Well, this particular cake was included on the Apollo 11 space mission. It was not consumed, but rather is on display at the Smithsonian Air and Space Museum. What cake are we talking about? Uh, we have had angel food cake, okay. sponge cake, Twinkies, and fruit cake guest. Okay. Yeah, Twinkies have a long shelf life. That's what I've heard. <laughs> or an eternal shelf life. <laughs> it's mostly because they don't have any real food in them. <laughs> but it's whatever. All, that's true. 618 here on the Morning Jam. We'll be back with the right answer.
Oh, yeah, it's somebody's birthday today. I almost forgot my last guy. Stephen Stills from... It's the best one. Yeah, Southern Cross. He's 78 years old. Sorry about that. I, I got to drink more coffee. When you see the Southern Cross for the first time You understand now why you came this way The Morning Jam with Janet and Mark, 6 to 9 a.m. It's the rebirth of Common Sense Talk Radio. We are the Morning Jam. It is 622 here on the Morning Jam. Good morning. How you doing out there? So, we have our Mind Jam trivia. It's right here. Right. This particular cake was included in the Apollo 11 mission. However, it was not consumed, and it is on display at the Smithsonian Space Air and Space Museum. Yeah. What kind of cake are we talking about? It well, it wasn't a Twinkie. No. Which I guess you could argue whether it's that's cake or not. Well, it's, whatever it was, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin was not interested. Yeah. In it, uh, it was a pineapple fruit cake. Pineapple fruit. Yeah. Okay. I will tell you, I do enjoy a pineapple upside down cake. I do too. It's been a long time since I've had. Yeah. A slice, mm-hmm. but. Back in the day. Yeah, I remember when mom used to make it. We'd fight over the pan after she dumped it out. Now, did she make hers in a um, in a cast iron skillet? No. She made hers in a regular pan? Yeah, yeah regular pan. Mom, mm-hmm. mom made hers in a big old cast iron skillet. Mm-hmm. And you get all that caramelized yumminess right. that would be stuck in How it. About I'm that? assuming that's what you all were fighting over. Yeah. Yeah, Interesting. And pop it out there and it would have like the pineapple and the cherries and yeah see that one wouldn't have made it to the smithsonian uh, but yeah today is national fruitcake toss day oh so if you got one you didn't use it for a doorstop beyond this day you threw it away Do you know two million fruitcakes are sold every season two million still i wonder how many are consumed out of that two million i know some people that love fruitcake like the Claxtons or, well, I don't, or I don't, like the I Panatone? I can't, or, I can't tell you that Because I think part. they all fall in that They're category. They're all over 50 years old. I'll put it that way. But they but they all fall in that category. Yeah. Because yeah. Panatone also falls in that category. Okay. And it's more bread-like, I think. Gotcha. Because our fruitcake isn't like Europe's fruitcake. Theirs is more bread. Ours is more heavy cake. Okay. You know, you could like do deadlifts with it ah. so there's a, it's a little different okay that'd be a problem just saying <laughs> curls <laughs> well that could be helpful curls for, uh, for your biceps or whatever i don't know maybe the morning jam with janet rose and mark lamb